Hello family of grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition. Today's Wonder Chapter is 1 Kings Chapter 17. And as usual, let's start off with a word of prayer. Almighty King of Kings, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for guiding us. I want to thank you for always being there for us, Father, where we have gone wrong, where we have offended you in our thoughts, in our actions, in our words, in what you have done and what you have failed to do. Father, may you forgive us, Father, all the times that we have forgotten the plans and tried to derail from what you have for us. Father, may you always bring us back into trap. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Amen. And let's start off by reading today's wonder chapter. Elijah announces a great drought. Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord the God of Israel lives whom I serve, there will neither be dew nor rain in the next years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Live here, turn eastward, and hide in Kerith Revi, east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook, and have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to Kerith Ravin, east of Jordan, and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him. Go at once to Zaphareth in the rain of Sidon and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. So he went up to Zarephtha. When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her and asked, Would you bring me a little water in a jar so that I may have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called, Bring me, please, a piece of bread. As usual, as surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid, go home and do as you have said, but first make me a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me. Then make something for yourself and for your son. For this is what the Lord says. The God of Israel says, the jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. She went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and the woman and her family. For the flour of the jar of flour was not used up, and the jug of oil did not run dry in keeping up with the word the Lord had spoken by Elijah. Sometime later, the son of the woman who owned the house became ill. He grew worse and worse and finally stopped breathing. She said to Elijah, What have you done to me, man of God? Did you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son? Give me your son, Elijah replied. He took him from her arms, carried him to the roof, upper roof where he was staying, and laid him on his bed. Then he cried out to the Lord God, my God, have you brought tragedy even on this widow I am staying with by causing her son to die? Then he stretched himself out on the boy three times and cried to the Lord, Lord my God, let this boy's life return. The Lord heard Elijah's cry 
and the Lord's and the boy's life returned to him. He lived. Elijah picked up the child and carried him down from the room into the house. He gave him to his mother and said, Look, your son is alive. Then the woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God and that you and that the word of the Lord from your mouth is true. And that is our wonder chapter for today. It's a beautiful story, really, about our prophet Elijah and the womb and the widow and her son. And let us go straight into today's message. What do we have for today? What do we have for you today? The first thing that comes from verse 4. What does verse 4 say? You will drink from the brook, and I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. Amen. And this was the Lord telling Elijah. I have directed the ravens to supply you food. And then he go down to say the ravens supplied him morning and evening and he had water and food. Remember there was famine in the land. And what does this tell us as Christians? That the Lord is our provider. Amen. That when we stick to the Lord, when we make him our refuge, no matter the economy, no matter what is happening, the Lord will always provide. The country land, the land was going through a very severe drought. But this did not stop the Lord from taking care of Elijah. This did not stop the Lord from getting food. I think most of us have been so privileged to have grown up from well-off homes and all that. So you may not know what it feels like to be tortured by anger, I mean hunger. It's not really a nice thing. And now if you just see the severity of how severe this was, you'd actually be like, oh my God, what am I going to do? But because the Lord is our provider, because we sought refuge to the Lord, because we made him our rock, because Elijah made him his rock, the Lord provided for him. Amen. And that just calls us that we should always remain calm. We ought to be still. No matter what is happening, no matter the economy, no matter what the environmental factors are, our God will always provide. He hasn't stopped and he won't stop. No condition is above the Lord. That's just what I want to tell you. No condition is above the Lord. Nothing. There's nothing that is so powerful for the Lord. Because if you go to verse 7, sometime later the book dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, go at once at Zif, at Zarephtha. Oh my God. At Zarephtha. Zarephtha in the region of Sidon and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. Amen. Even when things worsened, the Lord was still always a step ahead. Why? Because there is nothing so strong for our God. Our God is a powerful and merciful and strong God. And surely nothing is too hard for him. Not even one. And that is something that I want you to never forget. Nothing is so hard for the Lord. And when you read verse 14 to 16, Amen. When um, Elijah was talking to the widow, he told the widow, A, B, C, D. 
the widow told him, you know what, look, I only have a handful of, of flour and some little oil that is going to run out. And I just want to make bread for me and my son so that we eat and die. Because they didn't, she didn't have. But because she believed by faith, amen, because she had faith, amen, she went and made. Elijah told her, you know what, that flour won't get done. That oil won't get used up. Just go and make for me bread and bring for me. Just imagine you are that widow, amen. You have a son. And you have very little. Most of us would be so selfish and would be like, ah, you know what? Thank you for your offer, but let me at least go eat my flour and oil. But because this woman was selfless and because she had faith and she was a woman of faith, not sight, amen? She did not tell, you know, she could have told Elijah, first multiply this uh, the flour and oil before I do this. She could have given every excuse. But because she was a woman of faith and not sight, she trusted Elijah. And you see how God rewarded her for her selfless act. You see, the flood, um, the flood, the jar of flood didn't run out, and neither um, the jar of oil. And all this was because she was a woman of faith and not a woman of sight. As Christians, this teaches us two things. We ought to be Christians of faith and not just sight. You know, sometimes it's hard to believe, but don't let the devil use you. The, the, the devil always has to tell you, did you see it? Can you see it? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. If, how sure are you? You know, the devil will always give you an alternative path to a Christian problem or to a Christian thing. But are you really sure God exists? But are you really sure He healed this? But are you really sure God can heal you? But don't you had uh, didn't you hear the doctor saying you have two days? Just tell him, bruh, I have faith, and I know that the Lord is going to heal me. I know that the Lord is going to supply for me. Why? Because of the faith that you have, because you know that nothing is above the Lord. The other message that I really want us to have is that we ought to be selfless. We ought to extend a helping hand and needy uh, to the needy to A, B, C, D. Because one, you never know the day that you will be in that same exact position. And two, we just have, it's a Christian virtue to help others. It's just something that um, the Lord would, uh, Jesus would do. So why can't you do it? And lastly, if at towards the end, um, the widow's son dies and she runs to Elijah, what have you done? Wah, 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 wah. A, B, C, D, S, N, N, N. And what does Elijah do? Elijah goes up, gets on his knees, and prays to God. Amen? Now, as much as I've told you to borrow a lot from this widow, that's the one thing I don't want you to borrow. Instead of her running to the Lord first, she ran to Elijah. And this is what I want us to borrow from Elijah. And Elijah, what did Elijah run to first? The Lord. 
we ought to put the Lord first. The Lord should be our first response to anything that happens in our Christian life. Why? Because there is nothing that he cannot do. And that's what I had for you today. It's really a very beautiful wonder chapter. I want you to get some time. Read First Kings chapter 17. What do you understand? What do you get? Feel free to write to us. Dailygracewithalan.com Or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter. At Daily Grace with Alan. We love to hear from you. Remember, Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty King of Kings, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. And thank you for the gift of life. And thank you for the gift of provision. And thank you for always being there for us, Father, where we have gone wrong in our thoughts, in our actions, in what you have done and what we have failed to do. May send in your holy angels to come and protect us, to come and guide us and be with us, Father, in everything that we do. May you always come and show us your way father show us your mercy and guide us in everything and in every step that we make father may always be there for us father may you fill us with the holy spirit so that it gives us the confidence to always be christians of faith and not sight just like the widow was today we pull this believing and trusting in your mighty name that of your son jesus christ who strengthens us amen